Hi, I'm Crash, and it's November 15th, 2015, and it's time for Transmit Episode 15. everyone uh welcome to show number 15 this is your host gummo and uh i've got my co-host ice somewhere out there in the abyss tonight uh, as you can probably tell i'm not in the studio uh but uh let's let's do a little round of uh pauses and checks uh ice can you hear me out there i can hear you how you doing good man uh how, how are you how's it going with you man good really good uh you know it's 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 winter time all the way around here now, so it, it seems like uh, it doesn't matter where you are. It's you know one of those rainy, crappy days. So uh, yeah, it's kind of just relaxing and watching football all day. That's it. Oh man, I haven't watched football in a long time. What's up with football? Is there any good teams out there? Or I mean, what's going uh, on? With you that? know what? The Carolina Panthers uh, seem to be getting some work done this year. Um, they're they're nine and zero, uh, so they're undefeated and and uh, they're playing pretty well. Um, that's Cam Newton at the quarterback over there for those guys. Uh, you know we're 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 Chicago fan. I mean I'm Chicago fan. You know I don't know about you. You're kind of fair weather fan. I think you're rooting for the Miami Dolphins, but you yeah, know uh, yeah. either either one. I don't know. We're both having issues. Uh, I mean the Bears won today. They kicked St. Louis's ass, but. Uh, like I said, if you're a, a Chicago Bears fan, you know it's a grind all the way to the end. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't talk anything exciting for those guys. 
You know, man, I, I I haven't watched football, you know, since like the Art Shell days. You know, like when Art Shell was the uh, head coach of the Raiders, I, I was really into that uh, whole uh, Jeff Hostetler era type uh, thing back in the early '90s. You know, that was that was kind of my thing, man. But uh, you know, it, it's you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I catch up once in a while. You know, I'm a I'm a huge Jaguars fan, and uh, hopefully. Uh, They'll start winning some games, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't follow it like I used to, man. But, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm with you on that, too. I'm kind of like, you know, I enjoy the, the financials behind the sport. I think, you know, if you're going to – there's a couple – like, obviously, the the the, um, uh, the Patriots is a great organization. Obviously, I can't stand them, but it's a great organization. It's always interested interesting to see how they continue to win – uh, you know, yeah. every season. Um, I think the Blackhawks in Chicago, the hockey team. I think you got you got a sick organization there, um, which is going to continue oh, yeah. to have success. Guarantee. They got this young guy from Russia. He can't even speak English. He's I think he's only like nineteen <laughs> or twenty years old. He's already like the top goal scorer this year. It's his first year playing on the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. They're no joke. Yeah, they're no. They know how to recruit. They got you know. They have uh, the Bowmans behind the scene there, and uh, I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with Scotty Bowman, but he he won. He's like the Phil Jackson of hockey coaches, so to speak, and he's been retired oh. for quite some time. But, but he's in there. He's the guy that's recruiting all this young talent, uh, and then his son, I think, is running the team. Um, so you know, since they've been a part of this organization, we've won three titles and been the you know, two conference titles, you know, in the last yeah. 10 years. So you could see the difference. When he was at Detroit, they won five Stanley Cups. So this oh, guy shit. knows how to win. Yeah, he doesn't – He this guy's coached the Canadians to two titles. He's Pittsburgh to two titles. And uh, I believe Detroit to five. He's got nine rings as a coach. So oh, I think That's he, a lot. I think, yeah, I think he knows how to win. I think he knows how to win. That is crazy, man. Well, I'm uh, normally I'm in the uh, studio in Chicago, but uh, you know, uh, as you you know me pretty well, and you know, uh, you know, when the month of November comes around, I uh, head to the house in South Florida, and so that's where I'm at uh, tonight. Uh, you know, it's weather gets kind of you know weird in Chicago, and you know, what can I say, man? You know, you you, t- you can take the uh, Floridian out of Florida, but you know, eventually, uh, you know, you, you got to go back to it. And so I try to get back, try to get back here as often as I can. And you know, I uh, came down, did a little fishing, and did uh, you, you know, did did a little congregating with uh, the family, and uh, you know, went and uh, saw uh, one of my favorite DJs at a uh, club space Saturday night, uh, Marcus Schultz. He was pretty good. And uh, just kind of, you know, relaxed, you know, swim, you know, uh, hit the How's the weather? Yeah. Uh, you know, overcast pretty much, you know, cloudy, but, you know, sun peaks through every once in a while. 80 degrees, you know, uh, you know, better than Chicago, man, you know, but, I, you know, I, you know, I try to do a week, you know, two weekends a month during the winter when I'm in Chicago, so. Helps. It helps, man. You charge your batteries, you know, and you don't get uh, that uh, seasonal affliction disorder where you know you want to. Right. Like you a, don't see. Well, you don't see the sun. You know, guy. You know, if you don't see the sun for like yeah. two months, man, and it's nothing but thirty, you know, to twenty-five degrees, you start to go a little crazy. Especially yeah. if you grew up in the yeah. sun. You know what I mean? It drives you nuts. Yeah. That January, February, March uh, setup in in Chicago is is the most brutal. You know that's that's the toughest month to endure, Chicago. Um, but if you can bust yeah. out of that, you're good to go. But man, it takes a toll on the brain, man. <laughs> it does, and you know that's why I was, you know, when when I moved up here, I, you know, I was like, you know, I kept my house in South Florida. You know, I, you know, oddly enough, I put it on the market during the recession, man, and uh, you know, it just, you know, no, it, it was just too expensive for what people were wanting to buy, and so, uh, fortunately, after a year of it being on the market, I pulled it off, and, uh, you know, I was, you know, afterwards, I'm like, you know, damn, I'm glad it's on my house, and so, I uh, I get down, you know, starting in November, I uh, I come down here twice a month, and uh, it, it's great, man, you know, I, I'm able to, 
deal with the, the stress of uh, you know my business in general and uh, then you know of course the uh, weather itself so you know it is you know it, it helps a lot and you know I'm not getting any younger so uh, yeah but a lot of fun things happening uh, you know down here it's it's always good to get away and uh, you know I was born and raised down here and you know it's good to uh, Good. And you know, uh, you 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 grew up in Florida as well, so you know you you know yeah. what it's like to get away and get get a little fresh air and clear clear the uh, sinuses and whatnot. So it was um, it was kind of funny, man. We uh, we were taking a we went over to um, uh, Puna Gorda yesterday, and uh, we drove over on uh, 75 Alligator Alley, and so uh, halfway halfway across. Uh, you know, there's a rest area there, and so I, you know, we stopped uh, to freshen up. I wanted to throw some water on my face, and uh, you know, everybody was uh, checking their cell service. They were like, you know, hey, you know, we don't have any cell service. So you know, I carry <laughs> I carry my little uh, bag of tricks around with me, and so I I, I had this this old MiFi. Uh, it was a um, it was an old Sprint MiFi, and uh, it, it you know, I turned it on, and uh, it, it, no one had service. I mean, from uh, CDMA phones to GSM phones, and now we're out here in the middle of nowhere in Florida, man. It's like fucking one one thirty in the morning, and no one has service. Everybody's wanting to check in and everything, and so I fire up this little MiFi, and lo and behold, man, I mean. You know, we got like a 100% connection with the the MiFi, and the uh, everybody had like a five megabit connection. And I, you know, I'm standing there, and everybody's like, "Yeah, man, yeah, you know, I can, I can check." You know, they were checking. Everybody was checking in, and so you know, I'm sitting here going, "Fuck, man!" You know, I can remember doing this this same job in the 80s, and you know, when I was a you know late teen, and this rest area was like some dark, dingy ass shit that you know the you couldn't even get a radio station. And now here I am, you know, in, in the same spot, basically twenty years later, and you know I've I've got like a five megabit connection to the internet, you know, with my friends, and and it's like uh, you know like wow, it was kind of surreal, you know, like I don't know, man, it was kind of weird, um, but. Nevertheless, uh, everybody was you know able to check in, and uh, you know we got on to uh, Puna Gorda, and then we uh, swung down to uh, Fort Myers and checked some shit out down there. And and uh, yeah, I just I love it down here, man. You know that's where I come to recharge. Uh, you know I'm able to relax, do my thing, and uh, you know kick my feet up, and you know uh, wake up with a sunrise. So. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably, uh, you know, wind up one day returning back here for good. But for now, you know, Chicago is my home, and and I love Chicago. And uh, you know, but sometimes it just gets too brutal in the winter, man. So, and you know what I'm talking about, man. Getting on this fucking metro trains, you know, the CTAs, it's the, the buses, the cab, bouncing around in snow, dirt, shit everywhere. You know what I mean? It's just a, lugging around fucking coats and sweaters and hats. Yeah. Yeah. Umbrella, fuck that man. Yeah, I'll take the smell of the ocean every day, all day, mm-hmm. <laughs> over the smell of mm-hmm. buses and taxis, you know, and shitty snow. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's tough, man. I mean, it, it it's just if, if you haven't uh, if you don't have any experience with the Chicago winter, you really don't know what's uh, in store for you, man. I, I can tell. I can. I, it took me like three years to earn my wings, man, you know, because I don't think you earn your wings until you've stayed up all night with a blizzard and shoved, tried to shovel a driveway or clear something or, you know, or you've been stuck in a blizzard or, or, or you know, and I've been, you know, stuck in a blizzard, you know, fought a blizzard and, and uh, I, it, I don't know, man, and Chicago's a weird place. Chicago's a weird place. Well, hey, it can be better yet. 80 yeah. degrees one minute and 50 degrees the next minute. So better yet, you you know you haven't experienced snow until you woke up at five o'clock in the morning. Your old lady's bitching because she's got to get out the driveway, and you got to shovel a path and clear her car off. <laughs> five o'clock. <laughs> hey, after you've done that, then you have enjoyed the winter in Chicago or New York for I, that matter. I'm sure 
You know, it's just sure. as nasty out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something. Uh, you know, something you only learn once you live it. And so, uh, yeah, I. Uh, I'm spoiled, man. You know me. I'm spoiled. I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm powder puffs, you know. So I like uh, my, you know, I've got the. When I do drive, you know, I, uh, I, 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 I take advantage of my heated garage, and so that's really nice, man. You know, you, <laughs> you, you get in your car, and you know, it's like, you know, 80 degrees, and yeah, you know, dude, I, I keep my garage like hot during the winter. So when I get in the car, it's like 80 degrees, and then. It fucking sucks because when I get out of the car, it's like negative thirty, and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, like you're almost better off having it a little bit chilly in the car, and then you're not, you know. It's kind of like the same when you're, for instance, you're somewhere really hot, and you constantly have the air conditioning running. When you go outside yeah. and it's, you know, a hundred degrees outside, you can't handle yeah. it because you're so used to like freezing cold in the house, or <laughs> vice versa. You're so used to it being so hot. Then when you get out yeah. and it's like 50 degrees, it feels like it's freezing outside. So yeah, you gotta train yeah. the body. And it's 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 funny, man. It's definitely a uh, it's definitely a uh, shock if you're not used to it. And, and you know, I I found out the hard way. And uh, you, you know, my, uh, really quick. I know we I know time's ticking away, but uh, my my blizzard story. I came when uh, we had a blizzard. There was a blizzard in 2011, uh, I believe it was. Yeah, that was out of control. Okay, so yeah, it was that one. And so um, we had we had rented we had a, rented a house out in the burbs, and so the blizzard was forecast and everything. And so I'm like, I'm gonna stay up all night long and keep the the snow cleared off the driveway. I had a snow shovel and. Was, you know, it was like, uh, you know, I'm just going to clear the driveway. And so I stayed up. I stayed up till like 2 o'clock. The, the blizzard didn't start till like 8 o'clock at night and wasn't supposed to end till 6 o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, you know, cool. And so it, it got underway uh, about 8 o'clock at night. And then it was crazy, man. 70, 80 mile an hour wind, snow <laughs> blowing solid. And, uh, so I stayed up. There was know, five, every, five to six foot snow drifts. There were five yeah, to six. Yeah, I mean, some places seven, eight feet of snow in different yeah, corners of yeah. your of your yard. If you're a home, like for instance, say you're in the big, you're in the city, and everything's really tight, nipped in the city, you'll get snow yeah. drifts up to ten feet over there because these buildings are so high up and they're so close together. The snow just stacks up in corners because the wind was so yeah. crazy. Yeah, was, yeah. So you remember and and. Uh, <laughs> So I stayed up to like two o'clock in the morning, you know, just going out every fifteen minutes, and and so it was it was tough. It was it was it was oh my god tough. And so by the, by like three o'clock in the morning, man, you know, I'm like okay, fuck, there's only two or three hours of this thing left. And so I took a long hot bath, you know, warmed up, you know, had some hot chocolate, and then I fell asleep. So I woke up the next morning at ten o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you know, yeah, there'll be a couple feet of this shit out front, you know, piled up. Dude, the fucking shit was up to the roof, and the roof went up to 17 feet. <laughs> I, I fucking couldn't believe what I was seeing, man. It was, was unreal. It was un I mean, how about this? I'll give you an idea of how bad it was. My grandparents, okay, and they were on the Chicago border. Now, um, it was really screwed up, okay, in the suburbs. The uh, the salt trucks, you know, they actually went down side streets. They did the main streets first, but they went down the side streets. In Chicago, right. none of the salt trucks went down any side streets. They only concentrated on the main streets, hence because there's so many main streets, right? I remember. So they weren't. They did not have any time to go down side streets. Okay, my grandparents are calling my mom, and my grandfather, my uncle just bought my grandfather a brand new badass snowblower. I mean, this motherfucker could probably take like two to three feet of snow at one time. Okay, so we can right. handle heavy heavy snow, uh, something like that, okay? So he had that in the garage, and he's calling my mom. He's like, we can't get out of the house because the doors were shut. You know, the snow was so high, they couldn't open up the doors. So yeah. he's, he's complaining to my mom to get over there to help him out of the house so he can get to the snowblower in the garage, right? And we're like, we can't even get out of our own house. It took me three hours to shovel from the door to the garage and that's not even getting the garage or the the uh, you know the driveway so we can get the car out 
It took me about four yeah, to five right. hours with a shovel to get everything cleared so we can get out into the onto the street and try to get over to my grandparents. Nevertheless, my grandfather <laughs> my grandfather jumped out the window and he tried crawling to the garage and he couldn't oh make it. God. And my grandmother's freaking out because he couldn't barely even get back in the house because it was so it was just too much for him to handle. But that I mean, he's like yeah. a little kid. He just wanted to get to that snowblower so bad. So it was uh it was it was incredible. I mean some of these people down the streets were were hiring uh, bobcats, you know, and, yeah. and they would all pool up like five houses on the on the same street would pool up, hire a bobcat, and you'd have you'd had all these like private bobcats flying around, uh, chopping snow up. So it was that was yeah. impressive. That was definitely something yeah. different. Yeah, it was it different. Was, uh, yeah, and I, I, it was, yeah, it was just like you, you know, I, I can, I can set, almost mirror that man. You know, it took me about eight hours to get uh, the, from the front door and garage cleared, uh, and then I, I was only halfway through the driveway, uh, and then uh, my neighbor was kind enough to come over, and uh, he finished. The, you know, I, I, I had estimated that I had like five more hours to go. Uh, and my neighbor came over with his snowblower and then took care of business in like five minutes. And I was like, man, thanks. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, you know, it was very impressive. But, uh, well, man, it, it was, uh, yeah, I'll never forget. So, yeah, I earned my wings uh, for sure. And so after that little, uh, after that debacle and uh, a few personal challenges, you know, I decided to uh, come down to the house every two weeks uh, starting in November. And it, and it seems to keep me balanced. So, dude, what the fuck is going on in Paris? Have you been, you know, I, you know, I, 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 I was planning on, you know, uh, this trip. So I planned on it uh, a few weeks ago, and so I, I, I get a lot, you know, I, I do my whole day's work or work, and then you know, when, when I'm working, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not browsing the the web when I'm working, and so. You know, I get on the plane and you know I'm flying down and I, I see I see all of this this stuff about Paris and and then I, you know I'm just like you know fuck you know you you've got to everybody's talking about it so I mean fuck man I mean I'm it's pretty crazy Paris. I you know I was actually at the office and I had it just so happened that I was like kind of like it was you know a little slow and I I like you know I pop routers up sometimes to see what's going right. on. And I had that open in like a small screen, and I kept getting updates at the top of the screen, you know, stating, "Hey, um, there's been a uh, a bomb or something went off by a stadium. They're not quite sure." Then there was like 18 people had been killed, so there was like two different scenarios, you know, within a 30-minute, 45-minute time frame. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, "Man, something must be going on in Paris. It seems to be getting a little nutty over there." And then. Next thing you know, there's a hostage takeover or something like that just towards the end yeah. of the day, you know. Um, so I was like, man, something must be going on over there. And then as soon as they get home, you know, it's all over the headlines. In some concert hall, they bum-rushed a concert hall, and, and they just went to town. I saw, like, a video of them playing music, and then all of a sudden, you know, gunshots start going everywhere, and, like, the, the drummer, like, oh duck. And the lead, the lead singer's like, what the hell is going on here? You know, he froze in his traps, in his tracks. Yeah. And it was pretty, it was pretty wild. But, I, you know, I, like I said, I don't know exactly, you know, what's going on. I know that a couple of the shooters there have, they're, they're from France. I think they're French uh, descendants or something. I know that they're of this right. situation or whatever. But I know that, uh, I know one, at least one of the guys that they already named, he's from France, or he lives in France, or something like that. So they're going to have a lot of wow. issues there. I, yeah, I, th I think you're going <clears> to <throat> see some problems over there. I don't think this is. I don't. I think this is just beginning. I don't think this is ending. I think we're, we're going to see a lot more problems here soon. Yeah, yeah, and you, you've got millions of refugees uh, fleeing Syria in, into uh, places uh, all over Europe and, and Germany, specifically being blocked at the Slo uh, Slovakian border and, and such. And, and so, yeah, uh, you know, uh, without getting, you, you know, it, it gets political, you know, if you keep diving into this kind of thing. Um, my heart certainly goes out to everyone affected by that uh, that uh, tragedy. And uh, it, it, it's just one thing uh, that, it, it's just one of those things, man, that, that, that breaks your heart. 
uh, and, and you hope that uh, people are able to heal uh, in, over time with something like this. And, uh, you know, I, again, you know, if, if I dive into this, man, you know, I dive into the realm of politics and religion and all of that, and while I respect everyone's uh, religion and beliefs, uh, I think that uh, you know there are some um, there are some there are there are always two sides to every story. So there's there's reasons why people are doing stuff like this, and uh, if if that's what they're I mean if they're using these uh, awful means to get their um, point across and their uh, get to get the world's attention, well they're definitely getting that. Uh, but Again, you know, uh, who am I to judge uh, people on, on their beliefs and, and what they're to, what they're there to, uh, get, what message they're there, they are there to bring? Um, but all I, all I it's, it's, is, a know, shame, no, it's a shame, though. You know, it yeah. is a shame. It's a shame because you know, I, I mean, I go to a lot of concerts. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. with your buddies, or you got you know siblings and relatives in town, and you you go to see like a rock show, and then all of a sudden, you know. This kind of crazy shit happened. It's like, you know, it's, that's yeah. kind of, that's the kind of stuff that's just you, know, you would I, you can't only imagine what these people are experiencing in that situation. It's got to be something out of control. So, oh, and it's not something that, you know, it's, it's tough to heal from that kind of stuff. So uh, you know, it it definitely takes its toll. That's for sure. Yeah, and and you know, I, I I I didn't really get into you know I'm not one of those kind of people that will sit there and watch the coverage 24/7. You know, I'll I'll I will uh, obtain you know um, you know information from you know sources that I, I trust and verify and and make my you know decisions my own decisions uh, you know on on that and. And it, it just breaks my heart, man, uh, to see to see something like that. And and again, uh, you know, there are peaceful means to uh, get your message across. And, and hopefully, uh, hopefully one day, you know, hopefully one day, uh, you know, I can only hope that uh, one day I wake up one day and and you know read the news and and see that uh, you know world peace achieved. So, but until then, you know, I think there's a lot of progress, and you know, humans are. Capable of such beautiful creations and also such um, things of nightmares, and so I, it, it's it's tough to it's tough to understand the balance sometimes of things like this, man, and, and the reasons why people do things they do. But um, you know, hopefully, um, the the best of wishes and 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 everything uh, for everybody involved, and uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But Jesus Christ, man. Just uh, it just it, 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 shit like this blows my mind sometimes, and uh, you know, I, what what do you what do you say, you know? Um, so, damn, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, it you, you got to read this kind of shit on the plane, man. And yeah, you know, I, you know it it's just like man, you know, sometimes I just don't want to see shit like that. Uh, but you know, there it is in my face. So. Um, but but tragic, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it, it, I, you know what what happens what happens in the future uh, from current events? Uh, sometimes you just never know. You never you never know. But um, let's get on with it, man. Uh, there's there's been a lot of. Uh, Silly shit going on uh, around, uh, <laughs> and I, I certainly mean uh, a lot of silly shit going on. There's, there, you know, there's besides the besides the, the tragedies in Paris, you know, uh, things things in life do, do go on uh, in the world of uh, digital entertainment, I suppose. And so uh, it seems that. Uh, the records of uh, 70 million phone calls placed by prisoners uh, in at least 37 states uh, were um, compromised or, or something like that. And so uh, 
kind of a weird, weird situation where, uh, if I'm not mistaken, some people were able to uh, actually download the the, uh, the calls. So, not really sure what's going on there, uh, it, but it, it seems to be one of those uh, one of those deals where you know, again, there was a database, um, you know, unprotected. Uh, or, or whatever, some sort of misconfigured PHP file or something like that. Um, but you know, it, 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 it's always the same thing. It's always something uh, misconfigured, something uh, you know, unprotected. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, sometimes uh, you know these these um, companies do these uh, really high risk sort of services, and uh, they they just they just don't place any emphasis on security. But nevertheless, I'm starting to ramble for some reason. We just had. Um, some killer flounder. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird to uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so it, uh, let's get weird talking about stuff like that. Ice, you still with me on that? So. So what we're, we're we're definitely working on uh, some technical issues here, um, but in, you know I'm of course uh, in a restaurant on a laptop. Uh, we got the chef's table tonight, but anyhow, uh, this this is kind of crazy. And yo yo, you're back. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, I, I I fell off too, man. I just started getting into some kind of weird chanting. Sort of thing, uh, but you know, we so we, what we, we were fighting for peace in Paris right now. What are we doing? Well, you know, <laughs> I was talking about a, a recent breach of uh, seventy million um, prisoner phone calls, but you know, it, it was I was just kind of getting on this slow, like you know, I just ate a lot of food kind of tangent thing, so. I just decided to skip that and uh, go to uh, our new segment that we've entitled "This Guy." <laughs> okay, which is my favorite segment. You know what I mean? We need to so we need to just, bring the morale of our listeners back up here. We kind of lost everybody a little bit, uh, so let's try to let's let's try to beef it up a little bit in here. Well, you know, I I got you, man, and, and I tell you, I, I was I was literally like, you know, when you disconnected, I was like. Uh, I was kind of nodding off, so <laughs> must have been all we're that. Back. <laughs> yeah, we just needed it, a small little nap. We're good to go now. We're all good to go, <laughs> dude, dude. It's it's been a uh, it's been one of those weekends. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so in this uh, in our new segment that we call this guy, uh, we we have um we have one uh, Michael Baker. Uh, Michael Michael Baker um, decided to uh, Michael Baker was from the Phoenix area uh, and uh, he had uh, basically uh, had a t someone took a photo of him taking a uh, siphoning gas from a police cruiser and uh, Someone took a photo of him and then posted it to Facebook. I uh, wonder if it was his best friend. What do you think? Was his best buddy or his girlfriend that did that? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, basically, let's see. Uh, I, I, and I'm going to read from the, the source here. Uh, it's, uh, then there's the case of Michael Baker, who practically handed himself over to the cops on a silver platter after stealing gas from a police cruiser. Baker, who was 20 years old at the time, posted a photo to Facebook of himself siphoning gas from a local police car. 
He was also flipping the bird to the camera and smiling. He wasn't smiling all that much in his mugshot, but neither but that's neither here nor there. Uh, in any case, the best Phoenix criminal attorneys in the world wouldn't be able to do much for Baker, whom police immediately arrested. The stupidity continued, however, after being arrested and presumably being let free on bail. Baker again posted to Facebook, this time saying, LOL, I went to jail over Facebook. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and... He'll be, and, back you know, in, hey, he'll be back in jail in less than a year. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, not, we're not getting anywhere with this guy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, this guy, uh, you know, th this, this is the, uh, this is the impact that uh, social media has had uh, on people trying to uh, do cool things uh, nowadays. Uh, you just post a picture of yourself doing a felony and uh, you post it to, uh, you Instagram that felony and, uh, you, well, you are, uh, that's it. You're done. So, uh, you know, I don't know, man, you know, I, 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 where, where do you go with that? Yeah, there's uh, nowhere to go. I, I'll tell you what, it would have been a lot, a lot cooler if he would have been taking a picture of himself taking the tires off that cop car. That would have been a little <laughs> Taking gas, these guys get free gas, man. They'll just go put more gas in there, but take them tires off that car it would be even more yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> come on. Do something at least it's cool. This is just ridiculous. I mean, he got, and then and then he has the nerve to say, "I got in trouble because of Facebook." No, you got in trouble because you're stealing gas out of a cop car, dude. That's what you did. I mean, come on, man. You're you're gonna what? At, at what point do you realize that you don't have a point to prove? One, you're 20 years old. Two, you're 20 years old. And three, you sh you should be in school, not stealing fucking gas out of a yeah. fucking cop car. So I, you know, yeah. all right. So may, who am I to say you should be in school? But you should be not fucking stealing gas out of a fucking cop car. And and most importantly, you shouldn't be stealing gas out of a cop car and posting it to Facebook. So yeah, well, you know. we're never gonna yeah. learn, are we? And you know, hey man, when I was when I was a teenager, you know, we did shit like that. You know, we 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 siphoned, but we would go and siphon gas out of an old tractor or something like that. You know, or something. Right. Like or that. jump on a jump on a pontoon boat that was sitting on stilts in someone's backyard and then knock it over because we're having a WWF flight. You know, things like that. But we didn't take pictures yeah. of the address of the street of the town that we were in. So we have that documented in case somebody wants to know where we're going to be later on in the day if they have a problem with their pontoon boat sitting on their fucking backyard because it fell off itself. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I, and, you know, dude, I, it, I went to a... Yeah. I, I, yeah <laughs> it, 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 it's got to... It has to be like five or six years now. I, it was, yeah, I think it was about six years ago I went to... Uh, the Hackers on Planet Earth conference in New York, and uh, I was listening to uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, it wasn't Robert Steele. I think it was Robert Steele. I don't know. It was, it was the other guy, and uh, he, he was like, you know, he was bringing up all these social media profiles and pictures of people and and the silly things they do. And so this this reminded me of that one uh, time that I went and uh, you know uh, saw that talk and and uh, you know it just cracked me up because you know even all of these years later uh, and with the you know with with the uh, with the vast amounts of information out there on what to you know, or, or what sort of behavior to uh, you know to present yourself in and on a social media site you still have people like this that uh, tend to think that. Uh, you know, things like that will go unchecked. So, you know, what, what do you, you know, there, there is, there's different, I, I think there's sort of like a, there's becoming more of a disconnect between people and rea people, reality, and the uh, social media or mobile sphere or whatever sort of social co connected uh, medium that you're you're uh, uh, you know attached to, and so I think there's becoming more of a disconnect to that, and we're going to see a lot more of that, you know, with uh, advanced VR, AR. Uh, we, you, you've got Hololens around the corner, you've got Oculus Rift that just dropped, and you've got uh, you've got Magic Leap. Uh, so I, I think there's going to be more and more of a disconnect coming uh, in the future for something like that, and. And that was one of the things I was talking about the other uh, last week, actually, 
with a colleague of mine was was that particular uh, issue uh, and that disconnect. And so it's going to be interesting to see how people born into that uh, in, into the augmented uh, ver augmented reality virtual reality segment. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how. Uh, people uh, react to uh, real reality versus augmented reality or VR. So, um, dude, crazy yeah. shit. It's crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. You think we got enough problems now? We got a lot more coming. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and dude, it you know with with it, it, it's kind of like a natural you know with those technologies I just mentioned and you know social media and I, I think I think we will see. I think we're going to see something new. Uh, it's it's hard to predict, you know, 20 years in the future. But uh, you know, from what I've seen, of uh, you know, from a kid growing up in, uh, to now, and then from now to what I would think I would be seeing, uh, you know, I think I'm I think I'm looking in the right direction. But uh, well, I also think if you're going to go to school to be a psychiatrist, I think you got a lot of work coming your way. <laughs> hmm. I think psych I think psychology is going to be a big uh, it's going to be a big situation. You know, when when you have these yeah. Rea yeah. these distor distorted realities versus the real realities, which is great, all right, because you're getting a 3D, your, your ability to learn or react or to act to certain situations is going to be far more advanced, um, but your real reality to how things actually work when you're doing them hand-to-hand -hand or you're in that actual world real-time Will be distorted somewhat, so it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a serious learning curve for the brain uh, to handle that. So you gotta, I think you gotta work. I think people's brains need to become more advanced in understanding technology or getting with technology as it moves to that 3D image, you know, crazy reality world that we're going into, which we hit in the 80s, okay, and then it dropped out, right? I mean, this yeah. isn't like you know, 3D wasn't just developed last week. You know, 3D was also made back in the heyday too. Um, yeah. So these technologies yeah. have been around for quite some time, but now they're they're coming back around and they they're they're a little more effective now. So they may have some more staying power. Um, yeah. And it's great yeah. for businesses moving forward. And and what you can do with that technology is going to be it's going to be fucking awesome. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and the thing that trips me out, bro, is, is you know, fuck, man. I mean. Parents are going to be strapping like AR, VR, you know, headsets, you know, contact lenses into kids, you know, here, you know, and then flipping on some interactive cartoon shit. I mean, and then those kids that grow into that uh, space, that's that's you know, that's going to be the interesting part. And you're right, I think psychology is going to be a is going to uh, be a huge, huge influence on on uh, behavior in that era and. We'll see that era in about 20 years at the you know at, um, you know, at the pace we're moving, but uh, that that at that in 20 years I, I, I would presume or predict perhaps, uh, and I'm being quite bold in, in, in my prediction, but I would I would say that would be interesting to see how how humans are uh, reacting in that space, man. Because Jesus Christ, man, God forbid if you if you get strapped in, you know, at, at such an early age to where you're unable to identify uh, reality from uh, mixed reality. So be careful. You're gonna have that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and and I tell you know I I tell all my friends and family I'm like, man, I was fucking born for Hololens, but in the same sense, I'm sort of concerned with how much I'm going to be enveloped in uh, a, an AR sort of situation, but. Interesting. I, uh, I do, as usual, uh, we are uh, running low on time, so let's fly through a few things. There's, um, there, there was a breach. Uh, again, there was, there, there was an, a breach, uh, but uh, Dave Lee from the BBC decided to talk about this, and uh, it caught my eye last week, and I wanted to, to uh, discuss it. Uh, and he was talking uh, basically about uh, the old Heartbleed uh, attack and whatever, blah, 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 uh, that Poppets had a, a few years ago. But uh, basically quoting him, uh, he said uh, there was a new hack in which uh, investigators are calling the largest theft of consumer data from uh, financial institutions ever. Uh, the Heartbleed bug was exploited to gain access uh, to uh, another 
huge organization uh, as yet to be unnamed uh, financial uh, organization headquartered in Boston. Uh, but it's it's just one little tentacle in, in, in the um, situation. It, it seems to, that the real damage uh, was some done with some sort of social engineering uh, executed in a way that shows just how difficult it is to defend against determined cyber criminals. So basically, uh, according to the investigators, hackers gained access to various networks belonging to J.P. Morgan and six other financial institutions, scrapping personal data they would use they would uh, then use to manipulate stock prices. Uh, other hacks uh, targeted financial news organizations uh, you know, around the world. And then, of course, uh, there, there was uh, uh, spear phishing tech, uh, you know, techniques uh, being employed and such. And so that, the, the, those crimes are still being uncovered uh, e even even today, and these things, these crimes took place years ago, and uh, it's unfortunate that uh, the common person has to uh, pay for those sort of um, those sort of things. Uh, but uh, that's that that sort of thing is still uh, being uncovered at this point, and so uh, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, is it really easy to uh, just talk your way past uh, most of the security of these banks, Ice? I mean. Well, is it really that easy? I mean, I don't know if it's, it could be people, you know, they could be getting to people that are working for these firms and these people are employees of, and they're, you know, being, maybe it's some, you know, some hot chick shows up and she's working for a bunch of hackers and she says, listen, I need this file, I'll pay you so-and-so, uh -huh. and that, you know, it's so easy. I mean, there's so many young people in this industry, you know what I mean, and they're out entertaining themselves, it's not that difficult to get through, even with some of the best um, cybersecurity people in, in the company. Now, that's not, I'm not trying to say, hey, no, the, the money needs to go up. I mean, the number one job in, in, the, in the world should be cybersecurity right now. They should be, they should be making a minimum of a quarter million dollars a year all day long, for, especially for companies like this that have this many people's names in their database. I mean, it, it, this is crazy that this is happening on all different levels. And you're getting this, you know, the next story that we go into is the same story that actually leads into that. Like, you know, the, the same thing. These, these guys got all this information on all these different trading firms, and they were able to manipulate stock prices by the old 90s, 80s pump and dump thing routine. I mean, great movie to watch, Boiler Room. You ever seen Boiler Room? Watch Boiler no. Room. It's, okay. Dude, this is what they do. Um, but it was a little, it's just a different technology. You know, mind you, there wasn't as many people on the internet in the 80s and 90s like there are today, right? So it's, it's course, the same yes. scenario how they're, it, 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 what they did is they get all the, these uh, phone numbers from all these telecom places and they set up all these different phones, and they have all these people calling all these different homes, you know, uh, marketing different shares of companies, and then they manipulate the stock price. They hold so many shares, and then when they do a when they do a sell-off, they start telling all their peak customers, "Hey, the stock's going down. People are selling. You should get out of it." And the next thing you know, the, the thing pummels, and then they buy it back for a fraction of the actual price, and then you're back yeah. in it again but the actual company that's doing it is creating that marketplace and making all the money. Well, the people are losing their positions, losing their their life savings because they believe in these certain individuals and uh, and then it turns into a shit show. So kind of like what you're at, what what is going on here, it's the same scenario. You know, you've got people with all these emails and they're contacting them because they know they're investors and they have certain portfolios with with stocks and whatever invested, and they're coming over the top and saying, "Listen, this this share for this company is doing great or it's not doing well," and they're manipulating stock prices this way. And, and we're having this again. This is something that's not going to go away. We're going to see more of this um, in in time to come here. And and it's a learning process because technology is so far more superior than we are, and always will be. Yeah. And we're always there's always going to be an edge. In this in this certain world, for that to take place, so it's 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 a learning process. I don't know, you know. Yeah, you know, and 
it's going it's going to take a, a lot more diligence out there. You know, I was you know uh, I've been on a few uh, recent pen tests, and uh, you know, each time each time I go on a pen test, you know, it's 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 ridiculously simple to get uh, get to my objective and. You know, one of the things that uh, I, I, I always use uh, is, is uh, social engineering, and and you know, it, it never fails. It, it never fails. Uh, and you know, it, the, the the greatest uh, social engineering uh, scheme that you uh, you know that I I use to uh, access uh, specific data areas or, or high security areas. Uh, I would simply just mix it up with an employee, uh, you know, in their cafeteria, or follow them around at lunch, and um, you know, scan their key card, and, and boom. So, you know, there there needs to be a level of there there needs to be a level of uh, there needs to be a level of association uh, if you're uh, charged or tasked with protecting uh, assets in whatever role that you play in life, and so. These are one of the things that you have to be aware of, uh, specifically because whatever you're in charge of, someone wants, and so you're but, in charge of that particular item for a reason. So, you know, and this is basic. This is basic one-on-one stuff that people should be taught. Uh, basic, basic one-on-one stuff that you should be taught at an early age. You know, on on how to be um, how to be responsible for what you are tasked with doing and. Unfortunately, you know, I see a lot of people uh, in, in, in many areas of uh, life that really just don't uh, give a crap about security. So it, it continues, the race continues, and uh, nevertheless. Uh, it's such a shame, yeah. though, in this environment that we're coming across these unique attacks because, you know, we want people to invest in companies. I mean, that's what that's what makes this world go round, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and what we're seeing right now is a big hole there where we've got, and that's where it's really got to be nipped in the bud here. More than anything, the investment, the, the these companies, brokerage companies, these investment firms, these guys got to get their shit together, man. They can't have this kind of stuff going on because this weakens the global economy big time. Yeah, yeah, and and, and the average person pays for that shit, uh, and right. it's uh, well, but. Uh, I don't know, dude. I uh, this past week, you know, on a lighter note, uh, I went uh, I went car shopping this week and uh, was looking around. I posted a couple pictures on uh, my Twitter feed. I wanted to chat about that white Audi for a minute, man. Dude, uh, the guy who owns the place, he drives it, and I'm like, so what's going on with this Audi, man? And he's like, oh, it's twin turbocharged V10 Audi uh, R8, uh, and and. So he's like, you you want to go for a ride? I'm like, yeah. And so, he jump in, and the, the sound system had a banging Olsen sound. I mean, the speakers rose up from the dash, and it was just, it was, it was literally, you know, I've been in a lot of nice cars, but I literally fell in love with this car, man. And he's like, you want to buy it? And I'm looking at him, on the, and I'm like, are you, are you, you know, like a little kid? I'm like, are you, are you for real? And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what does a car like that go for? Those are about a hundred, hundred fifty thousand for that, those Audis. I don't know what those suckers are going for. Yeah, I think uh, he, you don't shit, see many uh, of those. Yeah, I mean, and the way he's customized his man, there's, there's, you know, like a lot of people in Chicago talk, you know, that have started threads about it. Uh, but uh, he's put close to almost two hundred thousand into it. I mean, it's, it's literally the. It's literally tricked out from top to bottom, and I told him, I said, "Man, when you get ready to sell this, man, you give me a call." So I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with uh, someone else's car, and uh, I just, I, I'm just like, you know, you know I'm just flipping, flipping my. Yeah, it looked like a sick ride. Yeah, it's a sick ass ride, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice, man. And I like what he did with the the back Audi logo or Audi logo. It, you know, it's just dope on it. I was like, damn, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, but listen, man, we're running out of time, uh, my brother. Um, I wanted to uh, personally thank you for uh, calling in and uh, co-hosting the show with me, man. You know, I know it's uh, you know it takes away from your uh, Sunday and it takes away uh, takes away from my Sunday too. But I think uh, we got a nice special little show here for everybody that uh, likes to hear life from a hacker's perspective. And with that said, 
I wanted to give a, a some you know my main shout out to you, Iceman. Uh, you know, thank you for joining me on the, this uh, wonderful little trip that uh, that hopefully uh, continues for many years to come. Uh, I wanted to also uh, spend this, send a uh, special uh, shout out and thanks uh, to Crash on the board back here in Chicago tonight, man. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're coming in loud and clear. Uh, wanted to uh, also uh, thank Apple and Stone for the wonderful music. Uh, please visit their website, appleandstone.com. They're on iTunes. They're on SoundCloud. They're every fucking where. Please support those guys. They're amazing artists. Um, and a special shout out to everybody else involved with putting this thing together. Um, you know, without you, uh, your your uh, help and your um, your heart, your uh, this thing wouldn't be. Uh, nowhere uh, off the ground and so thank you to everybody involved ice my, my man we uh we have made it to the end of another uh exciting episode episode 15 i will be back in chicago next week uh but until 5:45 a.m eastern i am here in miami and then i'll be back in chicago uh first thing in the morning um Ice, you got anything else to toss in, brother, before we uh, close this thing out? Well, I think that's it. You know, our, our condolences out to Paris, France, and all of them. Um, but otherwise, you know, yeah, that's it, man. We're uh, another another day in the park. Another day in the park, my brother. And to everybody listening out there, thank you. Um, really, seriously, thank you. You can check us out on Twitter. You know where we're at. Uh, you know where we're at on the web. You know where we're at on the archives. Check us out there. Uh, and, and again, uh, keep your ideas coming in. Uh, we've got the mailbag open, uh, and feel free to reach out to us and uh, shoot us an email. Uh, and until next week, week uh, show 16 is coming your way next week. God, 16 shows. Uh, we will see you again next week here on Transmit. Uh, and uh, one more thing. No, I'll save it for next week. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week on uh, show number 16.